0: Life, and the life we give to others, is the greatest reward. Listen to our guests reward us with their life and life's journey, today on The Escavelio Show. We'll hit record already. And welcome to The Escavelio Show. I hope you like that new intro. It was recorded by a special friend of mine. If he's listening, thank you. You know who you are. Welcome to episode number 20. I have the ultimate, the Mr. Perfect. If, you, if anybody's from the 90s or 80s and watched professional wrestling, you know who I'm talking about. No, those guys are passed away. But if you take the perfect athlete, the body of the ultimate warrior, the talent of Mr. Perfect... You meshed them together, and you got Joe Bauer. (laughs) Joe Bauer is an awesome guest. I have special guests, I have great guests, and I have awesome guests. If you listen to the show regularly, thank you. First time subscriber, you're welcome as well. Welcome to the Escavelio Empire. I want everybody to welcome Joe Bauer to the Escavelio Empire. And Joe, introduce yourself. To the Escovello Empire.
1: Hey, guys. Ryan, thank you for having me. Uh, my name is Joe Bauer. I run the blog and podcast All Around Joe, and I tell people I'm a self-improvement fitness junkie, and I've been doing this for a long, long time from college baseball to bodybuilding to ultra running to Ironmans to competitive CrossFit. Whoa, I've been doing it for Gosh, <laughs> been doing it for a long time. Shoot.
0: And it shows. Joe's got the age, the wisdom, experience. You better listen up to Joe's uh, story, do a little housekeeping. If you want to be on the Esquivelio show, reach out to Alyssa Witherspoon. She's my official booker, guest finder, if you will. She's on the website. Go check it out. Also, if you don't catch my daily audio blog, Esquivelio's Money, you are missing out on my money or the money I'm not making. Take your pick. Let's get into Joe's awesome, awesome, I'm talking awesome story because it gets twists and turns. It's got connections to me in San Diego. It's got connections, of course, in Seattle because it's a great city and I think it's a city that never sleeps. Joe, are you ready to share your story with the Escovelio Empire? I'd love to. Thank you. Go for it.
1: Cool. So starting from the beginning, I think that we gotta go way back there um, because it tells a lot about who I am now and why I've chosen the path that I have. And way back when when I was just a little little person, my mother decided that she wanted to homeschool me and I am the first of three children. My mom was a teacher growing up and she decided that she didn't love the school system. So we lived out on a five acre parcel of land pretty much in the middle of the woods north of Seattle and she decided that she didn't want us to go to conventional school. When I say us, my brother and my sister and myself. I grew up being taught by my mom and tutors whenever there was things that she didn't necessarily know how to teach, going out on field trips and seeing things for my education. And I did that all the way up until my sophomore year of high school when I decided to go back to school. And my mom actually gave us the option, hey, if you want to go to school, you can decide when you want to do that. And in high school, that was the point when I decided, hey, you know, girls seem pretty cool, so I'd like to go and check out high school. Uh, It was nice, though, because I played sports all the way up through that point. knew a lot of the guys, at least, because I was playing baseball, basketball, and soccer all year round, and I would even go play for the schools. My upbringing was such that I didn't go through all of that classroom work the way that a lot of other people did, so I don't think that I got that into my blood as, you know, people telling me what to do. I was always trying to question things and do things in a different way. So from there, I went to high school and then got a small town baseball scholarship to a community college. Went and played baseball for a few years and then decided that I wanted to find the sun. I transferred down to San Diego State University where there was lots of sun and girls. And at that point, I still didn't really know (laughs) What I wanted to do, but they had this really cool. Um, it was like a, to me at the time, it was like a program that taught you how to be a professional um, worker outer or something. At this point, you know, I look at back and I'm. Uh, it's it's called a kinesiology degree, uh, exercise science degree, and I, and I had played baseball, I'd worked out a lot. I was like, wow, I can actually get a degree in something that's cool like this of working out. I went through their program, got a kinesiology degree with emphasis in fitness, nutrition, and health, and then started personal training. So I was personal training at that point and had had since stopped playing baseball, so there was not really too much of a competitive outlet for me other than lifting weights. So I got really heavily into the non-competitive bodybuilding scene where it was just like, get as big and strong as you possibly can. At one point, I got myself up to uh, 226 pounds. At I'm um, six foot one, so that's not huge, but I got up to 226 pounds. For me, that was really big. Just to have an idea now, any of those people that have seen my picture, I'm about 190, 195 at today. 226 was pretty heavy, and then I decided that maybe I needed to figure out something else because all the people around me that were doing this bodybuilding thing started taking, you know, illegal supplements and steroids and things like that, and that, that just wasn't really for me. I knew that there was something different potentially that I could do. Being a personal trainer at that time in San Diego, I decided that it was time for me to move back to Seattle where my, all my family was. I have a strong connection with them. Did a few different interesting things back in Seattle uh, and then ended up deciding I wanted to go out east because I'd never really been out there. So I, I moved out to New York City And continued to personal train there, and got into ultra running. Actually, Uh, a fun story is that my girlfriend at the time had decided to do the New York City marathons. Why wouldn't I do it? You know, shoot, let's do that. So (laughs) I decided to running and got into doing longer distances, and we trained and did the New York City Marathon, which was actually pretty fun, pretty good event. What happened after that is we finished the marathon and it's just packed in New York City. Imagine like you can hardly move at all without bumping into someone. We lived down in Midtown, which is a few miles south of Central Park where you finished the New York City Marathon. And I couldn't get a taxi, I could, the subway was packed, so I decided, oh shoot, I'll just run home from the marathon I just ran. So I ran a few miles home, realized a few weeks later, huh, maybe I could be pretty good at this running thing because not many people would want to run after running a marathon. And I got involved in doing some off-road ultra marathons at that point where we were doing 50Ks, which is like 31 miles, up to 50 milers. It was great because the North Face company had these ultra-distance off-road races that were... Had a few races along the East Coast. I went back and forth from doing these 50Ks and 50 milers. and Pretty much got better and better at doing that to the point where I decided that, okay, ultra running is cool. And I had a friend that was going to do an Ironman. So I'm like, hey, let's try that. That seems like the natural progression. Looking back now, I think I might have been a little bit crazy. Moved from doing these ultra marathons, which took, you know, 50 miler was like 9 to 11 hours maybe, something like that. I have to look back at my times but then the to the ironmans which are swim bike and run and those would take gosh you know 12 to 15 hours to do so I did a couple ironmans one in Canada and one in Cozumel and then I found the sport of crossfit which I wish would have been around back when I was you know, playing around with the bodybuilding stuff because I think it would've been a really cool competitive outlet for me. And the thing that attached me to CrossFit was that I look at it as it it getting getting me in shape to be good at pretty much any fitness endeavor. There was even a time when I was doing CrossFit competitively and I decided that I wanted to prove to people that a lot of the stuff that we do or think that we can or can't do is in our mind. I decided to run around Lake Washington, which is a 54-mile loop around this lake near Seattle. I hadn't really trained for running, not to say that I wasn't running at all, but I really was not training for any kind of races. I was training to be a competitive crossfitter. So I had a high level of fitness, but it was definitely not around running. And I went out and I ran that uh, 54 miles in I think it was 9 or 9.5 hours did it hurt? Yeah, it freaking hurt really bad. But I proved to myself and hopefully to people that are listening that you can actually do way more than you think that you can. From from that point on, I've pretty much just continued to be a competitive CrossFitter. I now have recently, well, four months ago, moved into a sprinter van and I'm driving around the United States doing my podcast, writing my blogs. And, uh, Basically, trying to live life to its fullest extent. So that's pretty much my story for in a in a nutshell. If you have any questions about anything in particular? Just let me know.
0: Oh, absolutely. I was just I was just sucking in all the energy through reverse osmosis. Uh, I know that's that's a word I just made up.
1: I like it. Let's use it.
0: But reverse osmosis is when. I try, I try to surround myself with people with lots of, lots of energy. Hopefully it's positive energy because I'm a big believer in energy. If anybody caught the last two guests with Bo Babka and, and Bo Babka, well, no back-to-back guests. Anyway, this, you can get energy from people, and sometimes you don't know the exact technique or something or the way to do it, and you might even look funny doing it because I, I know if I hit the road right now, I would look funny doing it. Reverse osmosis, people. Surround yourself with people who want the best for you. And I think Joe is trying to tell us that as well. Surround yourself with people and, of course, be that, that reference point, that beacon, that rally point for other people. And people will support you. They want you to do good. I'm sure everybody in Joe's life, including me, you know, support all the things that Joe does. And there's so many connections with my life and Joe's life from Seattle to San Diego, because I'm from Southern California. I was in the Army up in, uh, near Seattle, Fort Lewis, uh, 2003, before all this craziness, craziness started, <laughs> the last 15, 14 years of craziness. I think it's so interesting how our lives and went in so many different directions. And the reason why Joe's story s- speaks to me so much is because he didn't let nothing stop him. Yeah, he changed a little bit, but he didn't change a lot from all this bodybuilding to fitness, kinesiology, San Diego State. Uh, Just a a quick follow-up question. Did you have long hair and did you surf in California? (laughs) Uh, Good question. I
1: definitely did have long hair and I've surfed a handful of times, but I would definitely not call myself a surfer.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, you had to try it once. I didn't even try it once. I just looked funny, do it, and get it on the surfboard. I boogie board a couple of times, but it wasn't my, my thing.
1: thing. Yeah. yeah, me too. Boogie board all the way.
0: <laughs> and the thing I like about Seattle, everybody thinks that Seattle rains a lot, which it does. I mean, and, and some people are are down and blue or, you know, whatever your adjective or, you know, expression you want to call Seattle. But I think Seattle's wonderful because there's such a, you know, a lack of a better expression, a rainbow of people, literally. And I'm not talking about sexual preference, people. I'm talking about the, the the character of people and the colors of their life. That's what I'm trying to talk about. Because and Joe, if you didn't notice already, I'm a fan. Okay. And when you're a fan, you support and you do whatever it is you're going to do to promote my show, his show. But beyond that, I like the person that Joe is because he tells you you know, how it is, how it ain't, and how it's going to be, you know, and you can do it. Uh, Marcus Aurelius said, if one man can do it, any man can do it. And Joe just makes it look easy. I'm telling yeah. you. <laughs> okay, let's get into question number two. Question number two. To date, what is your greatest professional accomplishment?
1: That's a great question. Uh, I would have to say that my the greatest professional accomplishment I have is being able to make money from my podcast, which is what I love to do, there was a few years back where I didn't really, I didn't really know. And actually, I I'm almost would say that I was a, I was slow to figure out what I really enjoyed doing with my time. And I knew that it had something to do with, with motivating people. And that's why I went down the road of being a personal trainer for quite a few years. But for me, it felt like there was a, a cap or a ceiling on how many people I could be working with. And it wasn't quite the space that I wanted to be in. I found podcasting maybe like five or six years ago and it's just been a medium, that, a medium that I have just loved to express myself on, whether it's video or audio and the ability to share that and get it out to more people and be able to make money from doing what I just love to do, that would definitely be my, my biggest accomplishment.
0: 100% agree with you, Joe. 100% agree with you. Podcasting I think podcasting is such an interesting and um, it's interesting and it's intimate. Where not intimate like between you and your girlfriend, but intimate like where you can get to know a person on their on a deeper level, get to know the real person. Because we all put these, I don't want to say I don't want to say fake, but it's more of a cordial, cordial attitude, cordial politeness, and cordial uh, messages out there, where we can be around people. For a few minutes, and then thinking in the back of our minds, oh, it's only a few minutes. I can deal with these people. And in podcasting, you kind of weed those thing, people out, and you go deeper in your message. And then people hang on every word you say, not because you're an expert, it's because you're Joe Bauer, because because I'm Ryan Esquivel it's because I, I I'm trying to change the world and to make it in a better place. Joe's trying to do the same thing through podcasting, through fitness, through through his message, through his works for all you uh, people of faith, you're, you're, judged, you're judged on your, your works, not your, how much faith you have. And everybody knows I'm not, I'm not, I'm not a church-going person. I, I, I do believe in a higher power, be it the cosmos, whatever it is, energy out there. There's something bigger than all of us that connects us in a deeper level. And podcasting is that first step. It's that first step into, of course, our own souls and then into other people's souls, because Joe's got 153 episodes. I think that's what goes back to what 2013 you were saying, Joe? Yeah, something like that. It's been it's been quite a while, quite a ride. <laughs> and let me tell you, Joe knows how to do it all. You think Bo knows? No, Joe knows. And <laughs> <laughs> not to, not to not to downplay my last guest uh, or uh, shamelessly plug my last guest, um, episode 19, Bo Babka, the real estate guru. You, you gotta you gotta be good to the well, of course you have to be good to yourself, but then be good to the people around you and, and if you have a piece of knowledge, share it. Joe is I was talking to Joe before the show and we just instantly clicked. I'm telling you, he's a great person. If I was a woman, I would date Joe in a heartbeat. Yeah. You know? <laughs> I, I, I would have married you five years ago. You know. But hey, you know, I'm sure your girlfriend's a wonderful person. And yeah. She's she promotes, fantastic. She's pretty
1: strong too. So, watch oh, out. from
0: listen to Joe's podcast, and you, it, he hasn't mentioned it yet, but interesting side note: he travels to all these other places. And if anybody knows me personally, I am a big history buff. You know, I love the the Civil War monuments. I love Washington D.C. I love Philadelphia, the Independence. I love the the museum, the Smithsonian. Any chance I get to. I haven't been to Yellowstone. That's that's one thing I haven't been, and I think Joe's just been recently been to Yellowstone.
1: Yep, yeah, just a couple of weeks ago. About a week there.
0: If you get out there, I'm telling you, Escalante Empire, get out to nature. There's something magical, spiritual, whatever it is. There's something out there. Life. There you go. That's a better. That's a better word. There's life out there. We're so caught up in our nine to five and routines. Do not think that one second that Joe is, 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 of course, he's living the dream, but he is working his tail off, literally, and <laughs> figuratively. Doing the podcast, 153 episodes later, he is still going strong. You ask Joe to do ultra marathon, runner, uh, ultra marathon tomorrow, I bet Joe would do it. If you ask him to swim the, what's that big, the Putrid, the putrid Sound? I probably mispronounced the P- that. The Puget Sound? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mispronounced that so bad. But that's a big, 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 uh, big body of water. I think it's a river, right? That like, runs through Seattle?
1: The Puget Sound is... Uh, or north it, and south? Isn't it comes I, in from the, the ocean. and It's just uh, the body of the ocean coming in through the okay. land masses.
0: And anybody who's lived near a coast knows that the weather is amazing. Just flat out, flat out amazing. Anyway, we're getting a little off, a little tangent. Let's get back on track. We're going to take a little break. We're going to hold Joe over for the next two, two questions. You don't get maximum confidence overnight. You get maximum confidence by Jack Canfield, available on audiobook. To receive your free copy, please visit slash resources. I'm back. With Joe Bauer, the total package of fitness. You know, earlier I said he was the ultimate warrior and Mr. Perfect. Forget that. He's the total package. He's got age, he's got wisdom, and he's got good looks. I'm telling you, you know, from his picture, from, from his message, it's the total package. You know, for the first time, Esquivella Empire, I'm wrong. I don't, you know, normally I don't mind being wrong. I'm married. But this what this time I like being wrong because it just hit me because Joe's the total package. Nothing against Lex Luger from the nineties and eighties, but Joe is the total package. Hey Joe, are you still with us? Yes, sir. I'm here. All right. I know you got um, a website, and of course you have the podcast. But I want to talk about what it means to be an all around Joe. Yeah, absolutely. I I look at that as. Basically,
1: being ready for anything, and that's kind of what I've been priding myself on for for some time now. It's like what you said earlier. You know, if you wanted to go run a an ultra marathon, if somebody heard this podcast and and they sent me an email and they're like, "Hey, we've got this really cool ultra marathon going on next month," and it works out where you know I could get there, I'd probably be like, "Heck yeah, let's do it!" <laughs> you know, why not? Let's go do that. Or if you had a CrossFit competition. I would go do that as well. By the way, if anybody is has any of those competitions or races along the, we're going to be headed east in the fall. Um, let me know. I would love to go do them because we're looking for some cool events to do, whether it be, you know, whatever triathlon, running races, uh, or CrossFit competitions, or whatever else you think might be be cool or fun. Yeah, it's pretty much base. It's pretty much being ready for. Et- anything and super fit as you do it you know, because there's some people that can be out there and they can look really good but they're not actually that healthy. So I'm a big component for making sure that you're testing as many components as possible so that you know that you're being healthy and then you're having high energy and then you're able to do all the things that you think that you want to do and probably even more because I feel like a lot of people hold themselves back. Um, as they progress through life and they don't do as many physical things as they probably should so i'm an advocate for being the ultimate shape that you possibly could be and getting out and doing some really cool stuff
0: do it i'm not going to steal a line from nike but just do it okay i did (laughs) it's cheesy but the message is there put one foot in front of the other and then do it it's it's not as scary as you think but it's more rewarding than you think it builds confidence it builds of course it builds your life once you start growing I I've said this before I, I use the tree analogy you know every every season the tree dies and it comes back and it it grows a little bit more and a little bit more and then it, of course the seasons and if you can and if you can of course we're not fortune tellers but you can see those patterns up down of your life of the seasons of the trees and you can plan accordingly like the sprinkler system. It's snowing. Why am I gonna put this sprinkler system on? Turn it off. People, don't and don't wait. And another another uh, thing I get from Joe is do not wait. I don't it doesn't matter if you have a nine to five, if you're running around the country seeing the great sights of America, and it America's a wonderful place. It's there's so much nature out there and I know I'm beating that nature thing that just into the ground because you know, most of us who live in the city and of course you know, being in Seattle. Oh, that reminded me. Have you ever been to the Seattle Zoo? I'm sure you have. Yeah, definitely. You know, one Empire, the most interesting thing about the Seattle Zoo, it's a zoo in the, uh, I don't want to say the middle of the sea, but it's, it's pretty close to the middle of the sea, Miles and miles away you see nothing but buildings. And it's a, it's a really cool sight at night, during daytime, but not in rush hour traffic. And you <laughs> definitely look, not. <laughs> look this way. I'm ta- if you look uh, 360 degrees and you see from this way, this way, this way, you will not see the uh, Seattle Zoo. Well, you get off the, you, you'll get off the freeway. I, I forget what exit is, but it doesn't matter. Uh, you can Google map it. Get off the freeway, go down another neighborhood, go past another neighborhood, and ta- you think you're lost, and then... Boom! This whole forest and zoo—we're talking rhinos, uh, giraffes, alligator. No, I don't know about alligators, and monkeys and orangutans. (laughs) And we were there the the other—I don't know about a month, two months ago. Animals—they really, they really imitate us people. They had this orangutan. I wasn't too big, but he had this uh, burlap sack and and. And it was just the funniest thing. And he was just laying there. And we thought it was an actual human being in there. So we're like, okay, until he started moving around. And then he put his hand on his face, and you know, like a, a human would do. And it was just the coolest thing. The zoo, this life and wild animals was in such perfect harmony with the city. And that's what I get from all around Joe. So you can, you can do the nomadic stuff. You can do, you know, all the things that you know, that that are important to you. And then some expand, you know, create your own zoo in this city of chaos, you know, because we all been in rush hour traffic. It's chaotic. And you just wish you were somewhere else. And the great thing about Joe is he is somewhere else. He gets up and leaves (laughs) and wasn't there something about a van. I I, I wrote wrote down about a van. You, You travel in a van, right?
1: Yeah, uh, we have a Sprinter van. We've built out into a basically a small RV. If anybody wants to see a picture of the van, you can go. To, we have an Instagram for it actually. Um, <laughs> it's it's a, the Fantastic Life on Instagram, and you can see that you know it's a pretty cool setup there. We, it's not just a you know van down by the river. It's a it's a pretty cool van, and we chose it because it. Is capable of holding a lot of weight. So we have it built out like an RV, but we also have about 400 pounds of weights with us so we can stop and get workouts <laughs> done. And like last, last night, we stopped in North Dakota as we're driving across the state at a high school. Um, I believe it was in, I, I could be wrong, Jamestown maybe. Sorry for those of you guys that are in Jamestown. I think that was it. But uh, we stopped off at a high school, just found a parking lot, pulled out a bunch of our weights, and we did you know a workout for an hour, hour and a half in the parking lot on Labor Day. So it was, it, it's pretty cool. And we're just driving around in the van from national park to national park. There's 60 of them, 60 national parks our goal is to do that in about a year although it might take a little bit longer and some of the national parks you can't actually drive to so we're taking the van to all the ones that we can drive to and then we're trying to figure out if there's you know are we gonna fly or take boats or whatnot to the other ones it's a pretty pretty cool fun adventure that we're on I'm working full-time still from the van as well as my girlfriend we have ability to work full-time so that's cool sharing the the podcast and the fitness message with everybody that we can along the way and just trying to live life to its fullest, you know?
0: Oh, I know. I'm, I'm living it right now. I am the living testament of what it means to of course change, but I think to grow, just to live. Some of us don't live. We get in our routines and Joe's you know, the basic message Joe is to Escavelio Empire, live. Live. I'm telling you, live. Just live because when it's when the party's over, it's over. And I don't mean that in, in like a depressing, pessimistic way. Think of it as a great novel and the story of your life. And then once that book is finished, you close it up and it goes into history. But while you're living, you know, write some great chapters in that book. Okay. Heck yeah. Heck yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'll tell you, there's always two, maybe even six ways to look at things. We always, you, you always hear the positive message the real message what about the life message i think that's that's the the main message show is trying to get live life i think mean, that's the if you heard the of course everybody heard the intro life and sharing your life is the greatest reward don't matter if you got money in the bank. Money cannot buy you a kidney. It can't buy you that lower cholesterol. Oh, maybe. <laughs> maybe <it can. laughs> I got to quantify my my about that cholesterol. Uh, but most things money cannot buy. If you have good health, it it's priceless. It really is. I think uh and I think that's a great segment to the last question. So so many of us are on the fence and so many of us have success success in workouts. And not so success in workouts, what do you want to tell the next Joe or Jane about fitness just to get them into the next level?
1: Yeah, that's a great question. And the, What I usually tell people is what do you want first? Like, Figure out what you really want, what the goal is, and then try and find somebody like myself, whoever you, you really connect with. And start following them and try and get as involved with them as you possibly can because someone like me, for example, if you want some, if you want to, you know, mimic my results or you like what I'm doing in my teachings, I'll be happy to can, to help you to figure out what your path is. So figure out, write down your, your goals, figure out who you can follow and then relentlessly go after those particular goals. And like Ryan said earlier, it doesn't necessarily it's okay to change. It might be that, you know, you go down one road and it doesn't necessarily work for you. Just keep focusing on the goal and change the change the process. You know, maybe it's one diet that you try and that doesn't work, then try another one, and then try another one, and then try another one, and then try another one. And, another one. and a lot of times I feel like people will do things and they'll they'll do a couple or even one thing and they don't think that it works and chances are it didn't work they didn't stick with it long enough so you have to really put in the time and the effort but you got to keep focused on you know it's worth it to be healthy and it's worth it to be fit for you know your whole life everything is going to be better you have more energy you're able to do more things you can influence more people people will look at you with a, a different respect it's all worth it. Now you just have to go through the process and that process is also worth it and you just have to keep on, like I said, writing down your goals, find somebody to follow and then figure out how you're going to get to those goals even if you have to change a hundred different times to figure out how to accomplish them.
0: Listen up, Escobillo Empire. You want a you want an A to B to C strategy, you're not going to find it. You want something that's going to promote you and your life and the goals that you, that you want Look at your children, if you have children. Look at your wife, if you have a wife. Look at your girlfriend. Fast forward 90 years. you know, I still want to be around at 116. I really do. I'm not going to do that by eating cheeseburgers, french fries, watching TV. I'll still watch Fox News, but mostly watching a lot of TV. <laughs> and being lazy and not changing. You only need one degree of change, People. Just do it. You're not losing yourself. You're gaining a whole new insight to yourself. This is this journey, this podcast journey, is re, re, it's connecting with people, of course, but it's also connecting with yourself. There's a reason why people come back, and it's a reason why you come back every single week and talk to and listen. Well, you can talk to me too, but you listen to people like me, like Joe, tell you how life can be if you just try. And have a little bit of what's the magic word discipline people don't have discipline I sometimes don't have discipline when it comes to Oreo cookies I don't have discipline when it comes (laughs) to playing with my kids I don't have discipline I just do it when it comes to you know jumping in the car doing that commute that's discipline and that's the Escobelio Empire. we get things done we move the needle for people for us for people like Joe of course and we promote and we may not always agree. You don't have to agree with everything I say or Joe's what Joe's saying, but listen to 99.99% please of what I am saying and what Joe is saying and listen to 153 1353 episodes of his podcast. You will be a more knowledgeable person about fitness, about Joe, and I think it's just about life in general. You will go on a journey with Joe from Seattle to New York and back again, and you will do it, uh, I don't know, 15 to 30 minutes every podcast episode. Just do it. I mean, there's no no reason why not to do it. Really, play with your kids, listen to a podcast. Also, take that extra step, get in contact with Joe. And Joe, tell us how um, Escavello Empire can get in contact with you.
1: Yeah, uh, allaroundjoe.com is home base. Um, if you guys like social media, you can follow me uh, on Instagram at All Around Joe, or Facebook All Around Joe, or Twitter All Around Joe. What do you know? So yeah, I'd love to chat with you guys or connect with you on any of those platforms.
0: Do it, people! It only takes one second. Go do it right now. That's your call to action. And trust me, you will. Your life will be better for it. Not to mention, Joe's an awesome person. I, I mean. He's the exact same person on air as he is off air. You know, Your words match to Joe. Your, your words match what you say in private, of course, on, on the air. We appreciate that. And we appreciate Joe coming, sharing his story with the Esquivelio Empire. That's what it is. Sharing your life is the greatest reward. Thanks, Joe. Take care of yourself. Say goodbye to Esquivelio Empire.
1: Yeah, guys. Thanks for having me on the show. Ryan, you rock, man. Keep it up.
0: Hey, I, I got that reverse osmosis, man. It's all coming from you. All right, Joe. Thanks for coming on the show. Take care of yourself. Thanks, you too. I'd like to thank this week's very special guest for joining us. Thank you. Hope everything goes well this week. Hope everything goes well for you this week. Remember three things. Be good to yourself. Love yourself. And after you get done loving yourself, go over and check out the website, RyanMichaelEsquivel.com. Have a great week.